Yo, welcome back to a new episode of the Speaker Geeker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Osteen. And I'm here with my brother, my brethren, yeah, other host, Tommy yeah. T. Tommy is in T the building. In the yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You see me? You see him too. Yep. <laughs> and Greg, sometimes. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> the homie, the artist formerly known as G. Woodbury. Is also in the building somewhere, somewhere being a mad scientist, constructing, you know, uh, uh, constructing this week's playlist for the podcast that drops on Tuesday. Well, Mm -hmm. yesterday, technically. And uh, so y'all see him Thursday, of course, but it's Wednesday. And you know what that means. You're listening to us on the Speaker Geek podcast on all podcast platforms. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're here. Straight like here. that. Straight, Straight like, like that. that. Yo, Lope, you got stumped out over a bitch, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you tripping, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's it's going to be a bunch of people get stumped out in L.A. at the... Uh, man. Doing the... Uh, doing the... Uh, not All-Star game. Uh, during the uh, Super Bowl. Hopefully yeah. not, but it's inevitable. Somebody's gonna make the wrong turn. That just makes it look bad for us. Well, you got LA Rams. If they lose, a bunch of people it's it's not gonna be cool if they lose, but yeah. I hope no one gets stumped out. But if they do, all I'm gonna say is if you hear somebody from far away say, Yo, Loke, you're gonna (laughs) get stumped out over bitch, homes. Just know you're about to get 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 whooped. All right. (laughs) So find something so you can follow some rules, but uh, hopefully y'all enjoy the Super Bowl. Those of you that are going, yeah, uh, I am not out that way, so I'm definitely not going. So, yeah, but I will make it there soon, very soon. But other than that, man, how's your day, man? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> day been my day's been wonderful, man. Uh, uh, can't right. really complain. That's what I'm about talking that. about, man. What about the same show, here? Man? Same here, man. Been a, been a pretty good, productive day. Over this way, been getting the work in and doing what I got to do, man. Yeah. So enjoying ourselves. Uh, for everyone out there in the podcast world listening, we today's episode is going to be about the Super Bowl. If you ain't caught on yet, mm-hmm. it's actually about the Super Bowl halftime because this year's Super Bowl halftime 2022 is pretty much all hip hop. Yeah. And technically, we'll talk about it. This is the first time. Yep. That is a all hip hop show. So we'll talk about it. And yeah, we're gonna have some fun with this. But of course, we're gonna bring you what's in your speakers, of course. Yep. We're also gonna bring you the news with Tommy T. Yep, yep. And man, we're gonna enjoy ourselves. So get ready to laugh or um whatever you want to do, but get ready to do it. So without further ado. Let's hop into it, man. Let's get to it. So, since we already done the greetings a little bit beforehand, we switched it up on (laughs) y'all. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, Man, we're going to go ahead and hop into top five since we're talking about Super Bowl music and the performances and all that. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and hop into top five and talk about the music that had us performing, whether we was in our car or cleaning up at the house. One of the two, but our top five records of the week that will be featured on this week's uh, 
official Speaker Geekers podcast playlist, both on Apple Music and Spotify. Mm-hmm. And also, of course, we'll be discussing it on Thursday. So y'all make sure y'all tune in live on Instagram on official Speaker Geekers podcast. Uh, Instagram. Yeah. Page. Right. And then we'll probably be on Facebook at some point, too. Yeah, it's like I yeah. feel like we neglect Facebook sometimes. Yeah, sometimes because a lot of stuff is uh, we didn't dropped here on. Uh, but it's like Instagram. it's for the older crowd, though. Yeah, you but uh, I think I think live. I don't know. But I gotta figure out where like live. The live I think on. we can do like both. Yeah, the I live. So I, like I honestly, I like going live, man. It's just fun. Yeah, I think it's enjoyable. You know. Especially if you're comfortable enough to do it and enjoy yeah. yourself and have some have some pretty good fun. I be feeling I be feeling weird at the beginning when I'm the only one in there, and it still records that part. Yeah, <laughs> but be like, <laughs> okay. But at that point, you just you just go with it. Yeah, and then because the thing is, people gonna see it later, and then the interaction that you get beforehand. Yeah, then you get that. But nah, you know, I feel that man. So, but yeah, yeah, I can feel it. I can feel doom, 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 doom. Can you feel this top five? I'm about to lay up on you. Let's do it, man. Pause. <laughs> I know what somebody, you said. I know somebody was going to try to get at me. He said, pause hard. <laughs> pause. Oh, before we get started, started. I got some feedback coming through. Nah, nah, you sound good oh, to me, bro. Good? Okay, cool. Let's roll with it. So I think it. you started last week, man. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and start this thing off this week. That works. And um, first off, let me find it in the Slack. If y'all don't know what the Slack is, y'all hear us talk about it a lot. It's pretty cool. Something that y'all can use business-wise. Yeah. That's the way we communicate yeah, yeah. in the Slack. But uh, yeah, man, top five for this week. I'm going to start off, man. Two Chains dropped a brand new album. And I enjoyed that thing mm-hmm. from front to back, man. Two Chains has been probably one of the most consistent rappers there is besides currency um out there. So man, I, I love what Two Chains does and what he has been able to do over the years. Uh and you know, that's just that man, really. Can't say nothing, can't say nothing too much more. But I really do enjoy this Two Chains album that just dropped Friday. Y'all go check it out. But this right here, man, one of my favorite records off of there is that free BG. Yeah. I don't know why he named it Free BG, but I have to go back and listen to it again. But he does mention it in there. So I guess that's where the the uh, the inspiration come from. I kind of wonder where the inspiration come from for the whole song as a whole, but this song hard, period. Like, yeah. I enjoyed it. I sent it over to the homies. They, they enjoyed it. So I know for sure it's hard. He did his name with that album, though, bro. Yeah, man. Definitely. Like, Definitely. I was highly impressed. Not surprised, but yeah, like highly impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, man. I love this record. So y'all gonna get to hear this record. After that, it's a record that I don't know how long this record's been out, but I caught it. I was actually gonna put it on my top five a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't get a chance to. But this record is called uh it's by Moray and Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher back on this week's uh two time, two weeks in a row with Benny the Butcher, but it's called Never Fail. Mm-hmm. And I really, really enjoyed his record. Of course, Moray giving you what he gives you. And then Benny the Butcher just, man, ben, Benny is, yeah, man. 
Benny yeah. becoming that guy. I, I hope that he continues. But lyrically, style-wise, the smoothness, Benny's a problem, man. Benny, Benny the Butcher is dope, period. So, Benny the Butcher, man, never failed with Moray. Or Moray and Benny the Butcher. I'm trying to figure out. I don't know. I might be thinking way too into it, but, you know, it was Benny the Butcher and J. Cole. Now it's Moray and Benny the Butcher. Trying to figure out, uh, are they, you know, I don't know. Uh, what are they doing with this and instead of, like, just feature? So I'm interested to see what they're going to do. Yeah. After that, Nicki Minaj and Lil Baby. We're back with that and again. But <laughs> Nicki Minaj and Lil Baby, do we have a problem? Look, I like this record, man. I like it a lot. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I really, really do. I don't now, know how I feel about it, bro. I will say, I will say, Lil Baby's verse was interesting. But it wasn't slow. I'm not saying it was slow. Yeah. I'm just saying it was it was interesting. But I enjoyed this record. I enjoyed Nikki. So that's enough for me. And I'm glad she's back doing something. I don't know what this means, but I do enjoy this record. Do we have a problem? It's a pretty cool record. I'm good with it. So you don't like it? You you don't know how to feel about it? I don't know how I feel about it, bro. Like I like it, and then I, I like the the feature. You mm-hmm. know, I like the combination of Nicki and Lil Baby, but I don't know how I feel about the song itself. So I think that's what it is, the combination of Nicki and Lil Baby. You can tell that it that it flows. I mean, the beat was the beat is definitely a real nice beat. And yeah. I mean, shoot, the combination of Nicki and Baby can uh, <laughs> Nicki Baby. Nicky baby, Nicky baby, Nicky and baby, uh, Nick, uh, Nicky Minaj and little baby, it, it works. So I don't know, man. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm digging it though. I, I I enjoy it. So we'll see how that goes. Um, after that record, man, these three records took me a minute to find, and the reason being is because I normally don't watch music videos, but we was having game night. And I yeah. put on and I put on uh Yo MTV. You put some music videos on? Yeah, I did, man. We was playing, we were having game night. We were playing some Monopoly Cheetahs. And yeah. I was like, man, this is a good time. We up in the loft. Let's let's put the let's put some tunes on. So I put that on, and you know, most most of the t- well, sometimes it's edited. So yeah. it's it's fine. So yeah. but this these three records came on throughout the uh, duration of the night. And, bro, when I tell you these three records were caught my attention like instantly, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, these are going on my top five. Uh, technically, this week for me is a top six, but I will explain why I have the sixth record. But this record right here by Coffee, K-O-F-F-E-E, Coffee, yeah. Pull Up, Look, just record fire. I man. gotta see. I just looked. I just saw the little thing uh, that was talking about it. I gotta see this. Hey, this record is fun and it's dope. And I really, really enjoy it. It makes me want to like, it makes me want to go out. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. I like this record a lot, a lot. Hard, hard record. Yeah. Hard, hard. I even played in a car, which lets you know I passed the car test. So <laughs> I really, really enjoy this record. 
Now the next record came on as well, and I enjoy this one too. It's got that, uh, it's got a sample in it that I really, really enjoy, and I love the way that they put it together. But it's PNB Rock, and the song mm-hmm. is called High. Okay. And PNB, I like. He's like, I like him a lot, but he's hit and miss. Yeah. For me, when it's just his records. Now when he's on somebody else's, he lays every time. But he's like hit or miss when it's his stuff. But this one, PNB Rock High. It's hard. And mm-hmm. when you hear it, listen to uh, the single, I think Escape. Yeah, I think, yeah. Escape is, uh, was it Escape or SWV? It's one of the two groups. I think it was Escape that they sampled from. Yeah. And they just took a, a, a very a very small portion, but yet they made it, that, but it worked so well. And then PNB Rock mixed with the song, man. Mm-hmm. It's hard, man. I, I really like this record. I think you'll like it too. So, uh, Listen to those and let me know what you think. Everybody else out there, let me know what you think. Gotcha. And we'll go from there. Now, this last one, and I probably should have said this one first, but uh, Tierra Whack. I want to say that's Whack. Yeah. It has to be that, right? Yeah, what else would it be? <clears throat> I don't know. How you spell Hack. Whack? Is that it? No, nah, it's just W-A-C-K. It's Whack. So with the H in there, it's like, is it Hack or Whack? It's like Whack. Whack. <laughs> Whack. Yeah, something like that. But hopefully I'm not butchering her name, but you probably she, are. Yeah, probably so. Well, you be tearing some people's names up, man. You be tearing them up. I do. I do. But you be like <laughs> I've been tearing them up. <laughs> I let them know too. Look, your name is difficult. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna do the best I can. So yeah. <laughs> but uh this song made it and it is the sixth song, six sixth song. So I'm over my top five limit for the week. Yeah. Sorry, G. Uh but I'm over my top five of the week. But this record here is called Heaven. And yeah. the reason why this one made it was not only because it's a really, really, really nice record. And when you hear it, it's pretty cool because she has a line in there that I think I was uh, definitely identifying with the time. It says, all my favorite uh, people was in heaven and she would like to visit and perform for them again. So, nah, man, I was really, uh, I really like this record and the way it made me feel. But uh, really, this record came, at the time it came at, uh, I found out Sunday morning that an old, old friend of mine uh, was murdered in Chattanooga, so mm. it was, yeah, man, it was tough, but man, this song actually came in the right time. I was pretty down all day, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But when you hear this record, you'll you'll understand where I was coming from. But now, nah, man, it, it's a real nice record. Matter of fact, her herself has uh, not her her, but her terror yeah. whack is a. Uh, Man, she's got some, she's growing on me a lot. She's got some dope stuff out there, so go check her out. But this one right here, Heaven, is, yeah. This one was super cool. I really, really enjoyed it, so definitely. Nah, I can dig that, man. Sorry about that, too, man. I'm too, yeah. uh, your homie. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I've seen some stuff, but I don't know who some of these people are, man. I feel like you know them. Probably. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's kind of tough. Like a classmate, of, well, not a classmate, but we was in school, 
um, together and stuff like that. He passed, and I think his wife passed like a week later or something like that. Man, it's like sad. I that was man. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. He's cool people. Yeah, like all my my whole life knowing him, man, he was a cool dude. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we we'll have to talk about that afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> but man, yeah, man. no top five though, man. Like I'm I'm glad you put some of them songs on there because I hadn't heard a few of those songs, man. And cool, uh, man. I'm glad I'm looking forward to hearing them on the uh on the playlist. Yeah, man. I I wanna see what everybody else think about it. Cause that 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 pull up record. <laughs> yeah. Hey man. I love that. I really, really like that record. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I was just happy you watched the video, man. Yeah, man. Feeling, I feel so alone between you and Greg, man, because y'all don't watch music videos like I do. It's crazy because I used to watch them all the time and they just all stayed the t- on that channel. Bruh, really like this is something I thought about earlier too. Free is like 50 something years old. Yeah. I was like, man, I did Black not know crack, that. Man. Did not know that, man. I thought we was like much closer in age, but no. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. That was not way, at way all. much closer, but nope. Mm-mm. She's definitely a uh, cougar out here in the streets. Yeah. You say what? Say so she's a cougar out here in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, that's too funny, man. Hey, I'm going to jump in my top five, bro. Like, check this list out. Let's go. I think you're going to be highly impressed or maybe not. But check it out. So, <laughs> Why the maybe like, not, man? I don't know. I, I don't know, man. So the first <laughs> one is uh, 2 Chains, Neighbors Know My Name. Yes, uh, uh, that song just, it's, it's a funny lyric in there. He said, the neighbors know, uh, gonna know my name. Uh, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. And it took me a minute to like figure out what he was saying. But then I was like... You're funny, man. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. Okay, okay. But, uh, like, I just took a liking to that song, man. That album, like you said, man, that album was great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is Yo Gotti, Free Game. Um, I think this the one. Like, I like that Yo Gotti album. Yo, this was <laughs> on Side B, which I'm guessing normally... Yeah. Side B is the are the records that are you know don't make the first cut. That's normally yeah. how side A and side B works, right? Mm-hmm. Normally you don't hear these records, but this CM10 is called Free Game, but yet f- Free Game is on side B. Well, this so, way, <laughs> what the hell got it? Like, <laughs> and and I'm be honest, this record is actually pretty tough and. Should have been on yeah. uh on side A. Well, the thing, in my the, opinion, the but, thing that I got from it, from how he explained it, was that side A was the more ratchet uh side, like so dope, doing this, doing that. I'm flashy, flashy, flashy. Mm-hmm. But then side B was the more um I don't want to say grown up, but more mature music. That's you know what, what I like. It's a, it's a slower yeah. beat. It's mm-hmm. a it's a slower flow. You know, um, a more mature uh, 
mature subject because I think in free game, he like this is why I like the song, and we'll talk more about it Thursday. But in that one particular, he was like, buy a watch, but buy a basic. You know, don't put yeah. all these diamonds and stuff. He he said it a lot smoother than what I'm saying it, but it's like picking up on on certain things like that, and I enjoy that about yeah. that song. And I've talked to talk with you and Greg about this before, like people maturing with their music. So yeah. I think that's what it was. But I like both of them though. You know, that's the crazy part, man. I was like, when you, I was so I was like, oh. When Steve was like, uh, what'd you say, man? That it was trash. I was like, damn, I thought I this didn't album say it was, was trash. What'd you what did you say about it? You you didn't like it. No, it is meh at best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's meh. Like it is meh. And, and I'm like, man, my music taste must be sour or something, man, because this gun is fire to me. <laughs> this is meh. Like, uh, like I've been fighting uh Forgot it for a while. And like everybody around me has been like, ever since he tried to start making commercial hits, he just said, I ain't been the same. And I was like, man, these songs ain't bad. And then, you know, he released some other stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's some meh. And then he released some more stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's more meh. And then he released this. And I was like, oh, this is like a bunch of meh. And that's why I was like, <laughs> Side B, like I got what, like what you were saying, I caught yeah. it because yeah. I was like, all right. I was like, side A has actually got some stuff on there. I was like, okay, this is like some old guy. I, 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 you know, this is, he's, he's doing all right on, on, on side A, not everything, yeah. but he's yeah. doing all right. And then I, and then, you know, I actually ended side A early before, early before the very last song. I think Jack Queese is on the very last song. Yeah. And it's like 10 songs on that. Yeah, and then like, I <laughs> and then I get to side B. It's like twenty two. I'm yeah. like, I'm like these had to be, like I started listening to it. And I was like, okay, this the more mature godly music. But then I was like, but this don't make sense. There's like twenty two records over here. This has to be all the stuff that didn't make side A, and because it, it's some ratchet stuff on there too. Where is side A? I mean, yeah, this all the but stuff saying, that didn't I'm make saying, side like, A. So the, I was like side B. Side B has like 11 songs that's really side B. And then the other ones are side A. Like it's, it's however they put that, I think they messed that up. Yeah, very. Yeah, but it's, it's like side B has side A songs at the end of it. Yeah, which don't make any sense. It's like the dumbest. And then my silly self, I'm so OCD. I want to listen to side A first and then mm-hmm. listen to side B. And then having side B have both of them on there, I couldn't listen to it like that. And then he released it a, a double a deluxe. And I was like, I'm not even feeling waste released my a time. deluxe to this? Yeah, there's a deluxe out on there. I didn't know that. I didn't and know And I was that. like, I'm not going to waste my time with it. I'm definitely so, going to waste my time with it. <laughs> like, I want to like it, but I'm sorry, but I want God you to just, like it, man. <laughs> just, he just can't rap no more, man. Oh, man. Like, I don't know. Now I'm wondering, like, could he ever rap? <laughs> right, I went back and listened to, uh, what's the first one? What's the that one makes that came me, out when we was in college? That makes me think, can he ever, has he ever been able to rap? I was like, man, God, he used to make me feel a way. Now I'm just like, man, you know, like. Back to the basics, man. I was listening to that earlier. 
I mean, yeah, like he's like he hasn't changed. I thought like I his could. delivery or anything hasn't changed, man. Just the content of his music has changed slightly. Yeah, but he he hasn't like improved like at all. Like what else is it for him to improve? Like he improved from like back to the basics to like later stuff. You didn't like the Art of Hustle? No. <laughs> like, bro, I like that. I, I had to think about it. I was like, wait, Art of Hustle? What was that? And I was like, oh. I said, Johnny, yeah, E-40 on. Wait, hold up. What was Art of Hustle? Law. Law. That's Law. See? No, that was, yeah. That's that Slaw. <laughs> oh, come but on, uh, uh, two chains was on the album. Yeah, man, that was. Yeah, he got that a, was super a song man. with uh, temp man. I I don't know, man. It's yep. just a difference. Let me finish this list, stuff, man. man. Let me finish this list. Go ahead. <laughs> I forgot we were still on my list, bro. Yeah. Anyway, so the next song is NLE <laughs> Chopper. Young yes, to uh, do it. Um, because I've been talking about that song. I mentioned that song three times within this last week to y'all. So um I was just gonna put it on the list for this week. Mm-hmm. Um funny story, Beanie Beanie Siegel featuring Bun B Purple Rain. So yes. I actually slipped up upon this song. Like okay. I was listening to uh what the f- what was I? It was a playlist that had like 90s early 2000 songs on it mm-hmm. and it had like Talib Kweli, Busta Rhymes was there and I think Jay-Z something else and then I was like it's a song by Beanie Siegel that I love and then I thought about what y'all was saying y'all was talking about the I don't forgot the not the draped up song but it's a somebody had recently redone Drake did it was Drake ass yeah, he just recently redone like one of the songs, Bum B, and I was like, Bum B on that song too. So that's how I stumbled upon uh, this Beanie Siegel, Purple Rain. But this is one of the hardest songs Beanie Siegel put out to me, in my opinion. IMO, uh, Purple Rain. It was off of. It's hard. What album was that off of? I have to look it up. I can't yeah. remember at the moment. You so it was harder than. Uh, yes. I don't know. It was harder. <laughs> you feel it in there? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was on that same album, though. Yeah, it went. It, it went harder in there. So you didn't like. You like the B coming? Is that it? What? Hold on. Yeah, I'm the B coming. Up. Yeah, that's it. The B coming. Mm-hmm. But um, I can feel it in the air. Yeah, I like Purple Rain better than I like that one. Even oh, though feeling in the air was a dope, dope song. Like, let's not take anything away from that. It was definitely yeah, a dope song. Have to, we might have to compare <laughs> those two. I've never. Hey, we need the tiebreaker here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Need to tell Ooh. Greg, listen to "Feel It in the Air" and "Purple Rain." Which one is the better song? And that's our tiebreaker. Like, I, I really like "Purple Rain" though, too. But yeah, "Purple Rain" dopest song or what, bro? Feeling in the, feeling in the air was. Ooh, I mean. Like I'm not taking anything away from Phillies in there. I know. I I just like Purple Rain better. Um, The last song of the show. (laughs) That's the point of the show. Different (laughs) taste. Different stroke for different folk. For different folks, man. Hey, I love it respectfully. Um, Last song, man. Two Chains featuring Lil Baby, Kingpin, Ghost Rider. Yes. Um, I man, that Two Chains album just hard, bro. Like. 
it's just it's one of the dopest albums. It's it's definitely one of his dopest albums. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, that's all I got for that. Like it's just hard. Like this past Friday was a good Friday for me because you got Yo Got you got two chains, and you got a couple of other songs. I haven't really listened to them. Mm-hmm. I know Currency came out with a song. I ain't had a chance to listen to it yet, but um that's my top five, bro. Top five, 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 top five. Shout out to Money Mark Fairbanks, man. For yeah. sure. Uh, man, solid. Solid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely solid. Everything on there I would listen to. Yeah, except for sure. Gotti. No, I listen to Free Game. I told you, <laughs> I like Free Game. Right, I just free don't game understand why it's on side B. He got it another one. He got another jam on there too, bro. Like, like he can take some of the records from side B and some of the records from side A and put them together just, with one album. And just made one album. That's it. Look, yeah. rappers, artists, singers, stop making double albums. Please. <laughs> it didn't work for Drake with Scorpion. That it's, was trash. It's actually just one big stop album, it. bro. That's 22 nah. tracks long. Nah, he sent it as a double disc. He definitely did. I wonder can oh, he win a Grammy for both of them. Like, can both of them be considered separate albums? I, g- I guess so. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I have mean, good questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be you know first ever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you guys check out the Speaker Geekers playlist. Um, dropping every Tuesday. We're gonna go live every Thursday to talk about it, and you know, let us know what you. What you think? What's been your speakers? So we possibly can check it out and add it to the list. Yeah. Um, I add your music to the list. To the list. While we're talking about adding some music. Um, Let's go. Steve, you started getting a little deep on me this morning. <laughs> this morning? <laughs> when I brought it, when I brought it to, to you and Greg's attention on Instagram. But yo got it releases dollar for dollar master recording so people can add verses and earn mm-hmm. revenue. Um, I just thought it was really dope, a really dope idea. And, and Steve, you brought up a great point, which is what I want to talk about a little bit more. Is this backlash from uh, Yo Gotti actually having this challenge, telling people that he's going to pick the best verse and put it on the album? I guess that's how the challenge went um, before the album came out. And you had all these verses, man. Some of them was yeah. fire. Yeah, I mean, like I was like, this person needs to be signed if they're not signed already. I want to hear more of their music. Um, What's this backlash? And this is his correction to the backlash, because I think he put one of his artists, his uh, artist that was already signed to, to him on the actual track. Yep. Is that what happened? That's what happened, right? Yes, I believe so. I was going to. I meant to do some research because I wanted to make sure, but everything I saw on social media was uh, uh, a lot of folks was like pretty upset about it. It was like, man, you knew you was going to put dude on the record to begin with. So why have everybody do all this? And, you know, a lot of people was pretty upset about it because, I mean, you put your artist on the song and a lot of people was like, yeah, dude, verse that he put on there wasn't even, like, that special. Yeah. So, 
I didn't, uh, a lot of people were pretty like from what I saw, a lot of people were like, like people like, like artists that I do know and artists that I don't know. And yeah. then a lot, I saw a lot of people talking on social media about like, you thought God would really go on, <laughs> you know, put, put y'all on. And definitely pertaining to a lot of people from Chattanooga who had some fire verses yeah. as well. And, and folks was talking about it, you know. So, and then folks outside of, of course, of Chattanooga as well was just, everybody was pretty disappointed because they was like, dude, signing you already. Like, you knew you yeah. was going to do that to begin with. Right, so, right. I think at the beginning when I saw the whole dollar for dollar challenge, <laughs> excuse me, he never said anything about giving the record, you know, to everyone to make money off of. So yeah. I'm guessing this is, you know what I'm saying, uh, this is some damage control mm. to try to clean up what happened there. Yeah. And it, it's a smart way to do it. I'm just very intrigued of how where it goes from here, how this artist going to be able to capitalize yeah. off of using this record, uh, putting, you know, clear, getting this clear, uh, record properly cleared. Yeah. And, you know, it's a lot of questions to be asked, but I definitely think it's, it's damage control. Yeah. I could like, when you start saying that, I was like, I could see that, man. But then I started looking on the bright side. I was like, this is a great opportunity. Yeah, like it definitely I, cause, is. Because I saw I saw somewhere like one of the chicks that uh she had her Clark stuff on and she was talking about, you know, going to school and stuff like that. And I saw on his post, he had posted like her verse and it was like, I'm gonna pay for your next semester of school. I was like, that's dope. You oh yeah. Know? Um, but him allowing the everybody to allowing people to put a verse on that song, because I'm assuming that, you know. You can write a verse. You still can write a verse, put it out, put it on Spotify or whatnot. And uh, yeah, the link's right there. You can just, yeah. you, anybody could take it and, and do. So I it's, was like, great, we need to write a beat. <laughs> we need to write a write a uh, quick 16, man. <laughs> like, it's very smart to do that because now that, you know, God benefits from it all. Yeah. But now it's like more unanswered questions because like, all right, now do we have to sift through a bunch of BS verses to get the good verses? Or mm-hmm. uh, is God going to sign so many folks? That was pretty cool. That's going to pay for that girl's uh, school. So that's dope. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but then it's like, man, if he, you know, if an artist performs the record, will, will he, you know say, make a surprise guest performance? And he don't have to do it for everybody. But, you know, how does all this work? Cause mm-hmm. it, it's very interesting. Cause this is, yeah, I don't think it's ever been done from my standpoint. I don't think I can't remember anybody doing this. So it's like, all right, how does this really work? And then moving forward, what, what happens? Cause I, I think it's a great recruiting strategy if you want to sign some people, but don't sound like he want to sign anybody. Cause I mean, I wonder what he's, you know, if he's going to pay for old girl school Bro, you playing for a couple stuff. You, I'm looking at uh the post now. I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, nah, you're fine. But uh, he said he he uh it was I don't know if you saw it, but the guys that did the verse that was in jail, mm-hmm. um, he was like he gonna put some money on their commissary. That's one hundred. They went hard. He said uh, one girl she go hard. I want to pay for you to shoot three videos in studio recording time. Okay. And then uh, 
as soon as I posted you, you told them you're 17. When you turn 18 in April, I got a situation for you. It was this uh, white kid, the girl from Clark. He's gonna, uh, yeah, get her next college semester. So I, I mean, he's that. Like I said, it's a great <laughs> like lead generation tool to find. You know, what I'm saying your next couple big artists. Do so, you, uh, I was gonna say, do you know about? It's something about um, in which he's aspiring artists to record a verse on dollar for dollar, whether it means possible to do, keep all the revenue. Uh, it's uh, He said, of the opportunity, which comes thanks to a partnership with equity dis- distribution. Do you know anything about equity distribution? No. Yeah, so Not I don't wonder, is that like a offset uh, company or something like that? It's just a distribution company that he done a partnership with to somehow do make this deal work as far yeah. as putting this song out here, letting folks somehow capitalize off of it and make them possibly make some good money for it and you know, so on and so forth. So yeah. Equity distribution is a music platform that helps artists distribute their music worldwide while allowing them to retain ownership of their masters. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, dope idea, dope thing that Yo Gotti is doing, and you can't be upset with it. You know what I'm saying? If it's a uh, no, you fix, can't. Not now, at least. Let me let me fix this problem, or it was, or if it was just something he was planning to do all along. Regardless, it's dope as hell, and uh, like you, you, you can't appreciate that from from him. Now, I yeah. know he ain't gonna do that with all his music, but. No, not at all. That's why I think this is a one-off. This was damage yeah. control. And, you know, he could have been thinking about it, but I I don't think so. And then, you know, it gives a great opportunity to a lot of artists. I hope a lot of people capitalize and make it up. It's just how does this, you know, how does this work going forward? I can't wait to see the results and see where this goes from here. Because uh, it, it could be potentially big for a lot of a lot of I just don't want established artists to touch it. Let the artists who are coming up, yeah, touch this record. Or people that's like you know that mid level that ain't quite superstars. Let them touch it, but don't. Nah, we don't have established artists. Don't please don't because then you're gonna bury all of them. Uh, but I think it's gonna be pretty dope, and I like to see where it goes from here. If anybody else to do it, so yeah, we'll see. Well. I want to move right along, man. In the in the case of Black History, yes, sir. <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about this Joe Rogan thing <laughs> and his uh, use of the N word um, over the weekend, man. Spotify CEO shared a letter. I'm not gonna read this letter, but I will say a few things from the letter. He basically said over the weekend that he doesn't believe that Silas and Joe is the answer. I mean, ongoing uh, controversy. He did. Uh, denounce what uh, Joe Rogan was saying. Basically, he would say the N word, um, like whenever he felt like it, when it came up in conversation. Instead of saying N word, he would say nigger. Um, I hate it when people act like they don't know that it's wrong for them to say. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. See, like it, you, you know that. Oh, you know. 
you shouldn't say the N word. Like in whatever context. Absolutely. Like I can say it. Yes. Steve, Mm -hmm. you can say it. Yeah. Absolutely. I use it all the time, actually. But a white male, white person, any other race should not say it in any type of context because of the negativity that comes behind that word. Absolutely. I agree. And and, and I hate it when people act like, oh, but I was just saying it because that's that's just the word. I wasn't directing it at nobody. So if I wrecked across the table because I felt offended (laughs) by it and slapped you in your face, I can then say, I just slapped you in your face because I felt that it was appropriate because you used that word. (laughs) That's the thing that we... Like, come on, bro. Like, like I barely use the word now. Like I, I say, I try to replace it with ninjas all the time. Yeah, just because. So, like, if I try to replace it and barely use the word, why do you even feel comfortable enough to even say it? Like, I, like I, I, I used to like Joe Rogan, and I stopped listening to his podcast a while ago. And so I didn't even hear uh, none of this. So this was surprising. And now this just adds to the flame of like, bro, I, I don't like Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know, I, I now can see why I like slowly gravitated away from him. And yeah. now I'm like, man, he's. Man, I, think, he, I yeah. think the bigger issue is with Spotify. Like that's a, that's the way I want to bring up another issue with what's going on and in, in their Go response ahead. to it. because a, a lot of artists have like pulled their music from I saw I know I saw a video of India Irie talking mm-hmm. about um, removing her music from um, Spotify or Spotify. you know something like that or just trying to get paid more from it because it's it's a large platform and you know you pay Joe Rogan. A hundred million dollars, and look what he's doing. Yeah, you know. I, I hope more people pull their music from it. Like, how does very, how does this affect Spotify? Because I don't like personally. I don't since I got Apple Music. Um, I don't listen to Spotify anymore. Since I had had, I haven't listened to Spotify in a few years because I had Title, mm-hmm. and then you know I went from Title to Apple Music. Well, you know, I've always, t- I've always told you, I hate Spotify. Yeah, like I always thought it wasn't user friendly. It was just kind of a trash platform. Yeah, like I felt like it was just difficult for whatever reason. Yeah. And then you know, Apple Music and even Title was a lot better. Oh, I love Title. Yeah, I do too. I just wish it uh, had more, more user, uh, not user friendly, because it was pretty dope. But it, it just didn't. I don't the know. integration of it was a little yeah. bit better. It, yeah, that and then you know, saying so it has so it has a bunch of dope stuff, but it is more expensive, of course. Yeah. So that was the other thing. But I love Apple Music. Apple Music is pretty dope and it's very user friendly and easy to use. Yeah. But as far as Spotify, I've all I've never really liked it. I only went on there to listen to Joe Budden's podcast at the time, <laughs> and I was you know I would find Joe Rogan's on YouTube and yeah. watch it. But I wouldn't go over there. I don't like it. So, you know, as far as them, you know, you need you need the you know folks' music in order for people to be driven to your site. And if people mm-hmm. are pulling out, then especially if like a mass exodus at once, then you got a problem. Yeah, because now where are those listeners going to go? 
They're gonna right, go right. to Apple Music and title. Man, it's it's just it's just really crazy. Um just to think about like they paid this man a, a hundred million dollars. He's they basically was like, Hey, we believe in you that you're gonna drive people to lot to our platform, right? Because mm-hmm. if I give somebody a hundred million dollars, I should get more in return. Yeah, our ROI should be more than a hundred million dollars, right? Absolutely. And I so, think that's why they are kind of I think they're kind of pigeonholed. Yeah. Because you didn't pay this man a hundred million. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, I'm, I'm sure they can cancel a contract, and you know, it's a I don't know details of the contract, but yeah. I'm sure it's a hundred million over so many years. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But that's what it then is. Then it's like, all right, how do what do we do? What do we do? And my thing is this. All companies are different, but if it was the reverse, then what? Like, if if everybody don't know, Whoopi Goldberg would just suspend it over her comments about the Holocaust. I didn't know that. Yeah. So she was suspended over that, right? Mm-hmm. So when someone says the N-word and just feels so comfortable and freely and offends a bunch of people as they said Whoopi did because Whoopi she didn't say she said something about it and it was just basically you know she kind of didn't understand she said some of that it wasn't about race the uh, Holocaust but someone explained to her that it it was as well as you know the war on on those folks and and it was about race so she apologized for it okay cool but y'all suspended her Joe Rogan goes over here and says the N-word clearly about race. Mm-hmm. And you say, uh, you know, I don't think the route is to do this and do that. Like, why is it a, always a double-edged sword? Because, like, I'm going to be honest. Now I'm like, yeah, the the CEO of, uh, of Spotify is racist as fuck because, hey, you know, whenever somebody doesn't do the same thing that you would do to a black and mm-hmm. uh, a well, not just a, a, and I hate using the word black these days, but you would do to someone of a different race, then I'm just gonna consider you racist automatically. That's just that's just what it's gonna be. Like I don't like at this point. Like I get it. There's two different stations, but bro, like I, I don't I don't get why you just are okay with it if you are uh, you know saying a part of the problem. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like Spotify got an issue; they got a problem. Oh, man. they got they a finna, problem. They finna lose a lot of stuff, and our podcast is on Spotify, so we got a decision to make too. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I think we we like I'm gonna just ride it out. That's my vote. So you heard it first, guys. My vote is to fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean hey. we we a small fish in a big pond. So yeah, but nah, but, I, I think uh, give I me think, a phone call and not tell him to his face. Right. Well, you can hear it. I don't care. I think Spotify has a. They definitely need to pivot and need to fix this because they're gonna lose out a lot. Oh yeah, a lot. Um, I do think they're gonna start uh, like kind of watching what they put on there because um a few weeks ago. Same issue, same same issue with the same podcast with Joe Rogan podcast. Like he was the COVID uh, misinformation. Yeah, like they started putting that disclaimer, or they were or they are going to start if they haven't already put the disclaimer about uh, misinformation with COVID and stuff like that. So 
Um, they're they're running into a lot of issues with the Joe Rogan podcast, and and it's almost like for him, it's almost like, what are y'all gonna do? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At this you point, got me foot. You know, I'm already earning my money, so that's on y'all. Yeah, and I know Joe Rogan can be controversial at times. That's and what sales for. Yeah. That's the crazy and, part. And he'll have a really good discussion. And sometimes he says some really good stuff. But, you know, lately and some other instances, I'm like, dude, wait, what's going on here? I thought, you know, when, when I always say the most disappointing thing is when there's someone of, uh, Caucasian descent that I really like, and then I find out that they're a racist piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, always, it's super disappointing because, like, bro, I like you for a second, and now right. I really don't. I really like, can't mess with you like that, buddy. Yeah, like, yeah, it's hard. Bro. Like, I don't understand why. I'll never understand why you just feel comfortable enough in this day and time. Yeah, because then I'm thinking in this day and time, I'm thinking. Are you playing with this? You you know you too smart for this. Yeah, it's almost like um, I'm gonna say it, and then if I get caught, I'm gonna just backtrack it. Yeah, like I don't it's care. Like people, like, I don't care what the repercussion is because I can just backtrack it. Yeah, and, and people be cool with it. Yeah, because no one's gonna do anything. Nobody's gonna hold my feet to the fire about it because it, like that's the thing, bro. It's like man for like. Everybody knows the history of, of the United States. That's why this critical race theory, it, it irritates me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's like, bro, you know the history of the United States. You know the relationship between white people and black people. You know the words that can trigger black people. Why fucking say it? That don't make any fucking sense, man. Like saying, you're sitting then, there just openly and blatantly saying all this backwards shit. And then when somebody say, hey, that's wrong. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I didn't know. I hate that fucking shit, man. You knew. Just be like, fuck it. I, I said it because I fucking felt like it. Yeah, I kind of rather you do I that. Respect that more, you than, more than yeah. no, I'm going to just backtrack it. You know, because yeah. you ain't feel yeah. that way in the moment. No, that's you the clearly thought it was I, okay. That's the shit I don't like. At all. <laughs> moving, yeah. moving along, man. Um, I want to bring this up, and then we jump into the Super Bowl stuff. Um, Brian Flores just uh, was fired as a Miami Dolphins head coach, and then now yeah. he's suing the NFL. Um, I specifically the Giants, Denver, and Miami Dolphins for hiring. Uh, practices, um, basically uh, racial hiring practices. Now, I bring that up because I was watching the Pivot podcast with Ryan uh, Clark, um, Channing Crowder, and Fred Taylor. They had Hugh Jackson on, the the old head football coach for the Browns. He's currently the Grambling State um, head football coach. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about it. And they were talking about how how it's not many um, black head coaches in the NFL. Like, I think it's one. And then I think another one just got hired today or like in the, in the runnings to be hired. 
Uh, for, I have to look it up because yeah, I thought it was I can't, I can't. Three. I thought I saw it, but then I can't remember if it like I didn't look deep into it. I think look for the Texans. I think that was the team. Um, yeah. But the NFL has been known to not hire black people in leadership positions. You know, mm-hmm. um, like quarterbacks, black quarterbacks were rare for a very long time. You know what I'm saying? Or it'll be one black quarterback, you know, here and then sprinkle it there. But now you see everywhere there's a black quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, the point that, that was made on the pivot, and uh, I'm going to be brief with it, the point that was made on the pivot was if there's not any black coaches, head coaches, they're not going to hire black assistants. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, I never thought about that. So these it's, it's like you have these black assistants, but the head coaches aren't getting you know, there's no black head coaches. And because there's no black head coaches, black assistants aren't moving up into these head coach positions because mm-hmm. there's no black uh, leadership in the, in the high ranking positions. Yep. I was like, man, they like, they have to really fix that. What's your thoughts on the, uh, on this whole thing with the NFL, man? Gotcha. Uh, so before I get to that, there are two black head coaches and then there is uh, Ron Riv- uh, Rivera. Yeah, Ron uh, Rivera and no, uh, you it's another three. Arab. It's an Arab American head coach somewhere. Oh, no. I, I, I can't remember. Like, it's not as, a lot of minority head coaches. Well, there's only three, which was where's, Mike, where's which the, is Mike uh, Tomlin, Robert Sala, and That's probably Ron who I'm Rivera. thinking about. Yeah, that's probably who you think about. Um, where's so the that, other black head coach at? Uh, well, you know, Mike Tomlin is with the Steelers, but yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, I have to look. I'm not sure where where exactly. Yeah. But, you know, as far as my thoughts on and I'll hopefully figure it out. But as far as my thoughts. And hold up, actually, per Sh- the Shadow League, I don't even know what site this is. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, Anthony Lynn with the charge, three black head coaches, Tomlin, Anthony Lynn, and then it was Brian Flores with the Dolphins, but of course he's not head coach anymore. But yeah, we'll have to look in that a little more. But yeah, as far as my thoughts, I, I was looking at... I was looking at an interview and somebody said it perfectly and it was along the lines of what you said. And, but basically, you know, the reason why people hate the Robert Rooney rule, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Is because yes, they have to interview you, but they don't have to hire hire you. Yeah. And there needs to be a change because, and, and, you know, it's, it's a good old boy system. Mm-hmm. And the way they put it was, you know, some of this is like you have direct racism, like Joe Rogan with the N word, like that's direct. Mm-hmm. And then you have invert with a uh, racism with uh, what's it systematic, which is the systematic racism and all of that. Whereas, you know, you're comfortable with what you're comfortable with is a good old boy system. I'm a higher 
this coach because I'm, you know, I know their father, mm-hmm. I'm good with their kids, you know, all of that. And then when you look at it, there's nine positions open and not one black head coach was hired. You got a problem. Yeah. A big problem. Something that we've been noticing for so long that you don't want to address that, you know, for right now, there's a team that had no choice but to address, which was Washington. The Texans, uh, real quick, the Texans hired Lovey Smith. Okay. Yeah. They just hired him this year? Today. Oh, okay. Okay. That's well, their yeah. next head coach. So, yeah, we got we got three, oh, I guess. Or and two. I want to put this in there, too, before you finish your statement, man. Brian, Brian Flores... Uh, for the last two seasons, had winning seasons with Miami and still lost. Yeah, he did. And still he got fired. Did. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah, he had a winning season, and they asked him to tank. Uh, well, allegedly, yeah, he's saying that they asked him to tank, but he had winning seasons there, and which that even furthers the point of like, why? Why do you? Why did you let him go? So they they need to do something and do something quick because. Yeah, NFL got a problem. And, you know, it's all good and done until you're forced to deal with it, mm-hmm. which we're seeing the result of that from the Washington Redskins, which you can, well, Washington Commanders, formerly known as the Redskins. Sorry about mm-hmm. that, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so used to calling that. But now the Commanders, which yeah. is a trash name, too. Yeah. You come up in Dallas with that. But man, that's that's a whole other thing. That's a whole different thing, man. But like you said, there is an issue because now those coaches are gonna hire their coaching staff, which may be mm-hmm. mostly, you know, of whoever they're comfortable with. And we already have a lack of African American coaches that are qualified, by the way, mm-hmm. in a league full of that is uh, to an extent dominated by African American players. Yeah. So, some you know, it is a tra- it's really a travesty and it's a shame, and they need to have something because, like you said, if there's no, eventually we get phased out. Yeah. And, and what is it to do? So. Right. Right. It's crazy because there's so many teams that are trash, but you don't want to hire a coach that. And qualify, you just and I get it. You're comfortable, or you know their kids, they play with them, whatever. But I know for Black Brian Flores, it was a lot of disrespectful stuff that happened, and you can tell they were just interviewing him because they had to, and that's just disrespectful. That's beyond disrespectful. And yeah, man, I hope your team is trash next year. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest, uh, all because of that. But that. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man, it is stupid. Just hire somebody that's qualified, man, that can do the job. Don't string them along. And but I'm glad that he's fighting back. Yeah, and I hope that this, you know, does something. I think I really do believe that the whole the time for slapping on the wrist need to pass for a lot of people. Yeah, and, and some people need to be. They need just like the Washington Commanders. They they need to be dealt with, right? Right. Period. <laughs> man, but they'll get it together, man. Um, hopefully, we can we can get some type of good resolve from this, 
And then also we can uh, find a way to um, actually see some um, change. Some change, yeah. So uh, see some change and then see some see some color in that thing, man. Get more, mm-hmm. bring more opportunity to a sport that's dominated by black people. That's what mm-hmm. that's that's the thing that they were saying that does not make sense. Why we're pushing for? Why aren't there any black leaders in the NFL? If seventy percent of the of the players, the athletes that's actually playing in the game is black, you see what I'm saying? Like that doesn't make sense to me. All these all these players are great enough to play in the league, but they can't coach. They can't be in leader leadership positions. In the in the in the boardrooms, that doesn't make sense. But no. th- they're good enough to play, but they're not good enough to make rules. Or, they're more than good enough to play. Yeah. So I mean, fix it, win. NFL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all you can say, man. Is fix it. I know everybody can't be a part of it. You know, everybody's not equipped like that. Yeah, but, uh, it's not. We're not asking for every single team to hire a black head coach. Right, right, right. But it's more than one. Yeah, it's more than two. It doesn't make sense for Brian Flores to be fired after two winning seasons, and then not be able to find another job. Right. That's the. That is the 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 problem the with Super nine problem. vacancies, not one. As not one <laughs> you black know. head coach has been hired, except for Lovey Smith, I guess. Right. So that's one. Shout out to him. Um, yeah. let's get into it, bro. You got the you got the notes and stuff for the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna kind of bring us in with that, man. Um, this year the Super Bowl, we're so excited about the Super Bowl this year because this is one of the first years that we get to see an all hip hop performance. Yes, sir. Usually, uh, hip hop is is featured and not the main course of the halftime show for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And today we kind of want to talk about the, those past performances and kind of see how we got to um, the Super Bowl performance with Dr. Dre. I think Snoop Dogg is going to be there. Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. uh, Mary J. Blige. Um, Eminem. Uh, Eminem is going to be there. I think yeah. they said they was going to have like a, a blind man from Detroit that's going to be rapping. Uh, um, I don't know that. Yeah, I, I just I saw like a little news clip of it, so it may or may not happen. But and Mary, did I say Mary? Yeah, I said Mary J. Um, all of the hip hop culture, man, and that's what mm-hmm. this podcast is about: hip hop culture, our culture, black culture, um, everything black, man. So black, trying black to on black. <laughs> Except for Eminem. It's for Eminem, oh, cool man. But that, he's man. of the culture, man. So absolutely, um, he's protected by that. Um, and I'm excited about it to to see it. So, um, let's get into it, bro. Like, uh, so like let's some go through, of the past uh performances. Yeah. Let's go through a brief history because I don't want to go back too far because we will go back all the way to 1967. But I'm gonna sum up 1967 to like the to like the 19 early 1980s was pretty much all like university bands, which is very mm. interesting. Like it, it's a, it was a lot of them too, by the way, that was very intriguing. Cause of course I, I don't go back that far, but you know, 1967 with Super Bowl, the very first Super Bowl was bands like Gremlin State, Arizona, 
symphonic marching band and, you know, even some high schools, which was kind of cool. Anaheim High School, the Anna, Anna High Steppers drill team and flag girls <laughs> did their thing for the very, very first Super Bowl in 1967. And then from there, it was pretty much a lot of college bands, Florida A&M, mm-hmm. grabbing the state and, you know, Southern Missouri. And then they started to incorporate some folks around the 72, which was Ella Fitzgerald and Woody Herman, Andy Williams, if y'all familiar with them. But it was still a lot of college bands, which was still, you know, pretty cool. And that kind of continued until we got to, uh, let's say, around, uh, let me go down a little bit, probably a little bit in the late 1980s, where you get, uh, like 85 where you got yeah. top in top in blue tops in blue um, which was a Air Force group yeah there was a touring performance ensemble made up of active duty members of the United States Air Force and then after that you had up with people and George Burns uh, in 1987 yeah. and then after that Chucky uh, you had uh, Chubby Checker the Rockets, and then you get Elvis Presley in 1989. So that's kind of where Elvis Presley was a Super Bowl yep. performance in 1989. Yeah. When well, actually, died. Elvis, actually, no, take that back. This is actually not Elvis Presley. Sorry. This is an impersonator. This was Elvis <laughs> Presto. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, man. When did Elvis personally die? Yeah, I was like, wait a second. I read that too quickly. Hold it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hold up, mom. Who is this? Now, this is a what you talking about, Willis? I was right. like, uh, <laughs> uh, Elvis impersonator <laughs> got to perform at the Super Bowl in 1989 along with uh, Florida area dancers and performers. Uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was very interesting. But from there, we kind of started getting into the 1990s where you had more established acts come along, like New Kids on the Block, mm-hmm. uh, Gloria Estefan. Who else? Of course, the iconic 1993 Michael Jackson performance at the Super Bowl, January 31st. 1993, which was probably still to this day one of the greatest performances ever. Mm-hmm. That and I think everybody enjoys. But then you had that, and then after that, you start to have multiple people come along in 1994 with Clint Black, Tanner Turker, Travis Tritz, the Jews, uh, Patty LaBelle, 1995 with Patty LaBelle, Ravenwood, Teddy Pendergrass, yeah, Miami Sound Machine. And then, you know, you got Diana Ross in 1996, which is pretty dope. That's, that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And then 1997, you get the Blues Brothers and ZZ Top. And then at 98, you're going to get Boys the Men, Smokey Robinson, Martha Reeves, The Temptations, Queen Latifah. And then Gremlin State is back. The band. <laughs> uh, they made their return in 1998. And then 99... You get Gloria Estefan did two Super Bowls. But it was Gloria Estefan, Stephen Wonder, Big mm-hmm. Bad Voodoo Daddy. And, you know, as you can see, we haven't listed any hip-hop acts as of yet. I, I felt like a hip-hop act did 
was there one year, but uh, in the two uh, in January of two thousand, you got Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, Tony Braxton, uh, Edward James. Yeah, he was the narrator. So, well, yeah, whoever that is, and then you got Aerosmith and Sync in two thousand one. U two two thousand two. Shana Shania Twain. I almost missed her name up. Let's finna call it Shane. That's that thing, man. <laughs> That's that thing. <laughs> Steve, Steve. Don't mess your but name I didn't up. do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. Shania Twain. I know who she is. Yeah. For sure. In 2003. And then 2004, you get Jessica Simpson. You get the, this is the Janet Jackson. And then an uh, interesting fact here that Nelly did a Super Bowl. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So yeah. at that point, Nelly was hot. He was red fire. Yeah. So That's he what got hot came out. Mm hmm. And then uh, and he, that's what he performed too. So 2005, you get Paul McCartney. After that, the Rolling Stones. And then 2007, probably the number two greatest, greatest performance of all time, Prince in 2007. Yeah. Man, God rest his soul. And then after that, in 2008, we get Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. After that is Bruce Springsteen and E Street Band. And then uh, 2010, we got the Who. Yeah. And then, wait, that's yeah. You named all of these, Justin. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to name all of them leading up until what we're going to have now. I'm trying to, like, really get through them pretty quickly, though. So um, just I'm to kind of get context of where, we, <laughs> of where we're going with this. And then, uh, but, you know, 2011, we actually got Usher the Slashes, and we got the headliner, which is the Black Eyed Peas. So then after that, in 2012, you got Madonna, which she brought out everybody and her mama. This is where, okay, this is where we had a lot more hip hop acts, which was Nicki Minaj. So CeeLo was there. If you, yeah, I mean, CeeLo was quite good in my yeah. He's a hip hop act no matter what, even if he up there sit, singing. I thought a couple more people, but it looked like that's all. And then, uh, of course, 2013, you got Beyonce, the third greatest performance of all time. The fourth greatest performance of all time was Bruno Mars in 2014. Then you got Katy Perry, Lenny Kravis. Oh, Missy Elliott. Here we go. Missy Elliott was a part of that one. I thought Big Boy was a part of one of these. When the Super Bowl was in Atlanta. Yeah. Then you got Coldplay. And Beyonce was back, and Bruno I think Mars was back. Five was there. That was the okay. So you got Lady Gaga, twenty seventeen. Um, Justin Timberlake made his way back in twenty eighteen. Maroon Five, yep, that's when Big Boy, Travis Scott mm-hmm. were both there. That's when they had the like cinematic meteor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was cool though because he still kind of rocked it. And then you know you get to twenty twenty and you get Shakira. Shakira, Shakira, Shakira. Goodness gracious. We performed this in one take, too. There's no editing. Uh, yeah, her and Jennifer Shakira. Lopez and Bad Bunny. And Say her name again. Shakira. Shakira. Yeah. yeah. So we get that. And then uh, after that, in 2021, The weekend, which, which I don't think the performance was bad, but that a lot of people were trash. trash. That was hot garbage trash. It was weird. Right. right, it was awful. It was, yeah. But I'm not a fan was. of the weekend either, man. I like the weekend in spurts. 
So I'm, it just I'm, wasn't, you know, it just wasn't as big as it just wasn't better than like the older ones, you know. Yeah. Like he did a whole set inside of somewhere and then came out. It's like, bruh, what was that? So and now 2022, we get Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. So now where we're going with this is that was a lot, Steve. It was. <laughs> but I, I really had to get y'all in context of where we're going because there's a lot of questions to be had here because hip hop has always been featured as you kind of seen throughout this, but we've never been the main act. Mm. Now, we gotta be kind of, eh, we, we, we gotta, we, you know, we gotta be careful with that because some people do classify the Black Eyed Peas as a hip hop group. I don't, they're a pop group. <laughs> Everybody would tell me. I actually don't either. I think, and I think that was discussion when this went on, like folks was like, okay, Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, we got, you know, I think they even promoted like the first hip hop group to do did they? the Super Bowl. I want to say they did, but then we was like, no, nah, not really, because ever since they, you know, included Fergie, they was. Um, no, it's not even that. It's something like, my book. You know, I don't think they're like they're a pop group. Yeah, definitely. I, definitely. <laughs> I, I agree. I, like I don't pop artists, consider man. them hip hop uh, yeah. anymore. So that was a that's an interesting one, and I wonder what everyone else thinks. But I would say officially, we get our all hip hop cast or our uh, uh, all hip hop. You know, main event. I'm trying to remember the word, but it's just <laughs> it's eluding me at the moment. Performance. Uh, yeah, all hip hop. Uh, what's the halftime show? It's okay. We under, we're understanding what you're saying, man. We got. Yeah, you. it's it's. I know the word. I don't know why it's just it's just slipping your mind right now, man. Yeah, That's all yeah, right. yeah. But we we get that for the first time, and it's not like. Anything that's towing on the line or none of that, it's like, yo, this is hip hop and we got it with Dre. Yeah. Oh, headliners. Headliners was what it was. That was <laughs> the word say. you was looking for. Yeah. So we got our all hip hop headliners. So, man, what first and foremost, going through all that, since we have established that Black IPs is a pop group. We can get that out the way. And that can be the social media, I guess, question of the week. What do you yeah. put the black eyed peas and the uh hip hop conversation? But what do you think about it, man? Um, I'm excited for it, man. Um, like I do find it interesting that hip hop has been such a like this tells you where hip hop is in the in in the culture. You Absolutely. Know, because the the Super Bowl halftime show is usually um, some of the biggest artists that you can find, some of the that basically not of the time, like it used to be of the time, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But as of late, they've been going back and, and getting some of the older artists, um, some of the artists that may be putting out some new music, um, but they were big artists back in time. Because if you even think about it, Dr. Dre is not, is a big artist, but his Raining time is not now. You know, the time that he reigned supreme was early 90s to throughout the 90s, early 2000. 
Yeah. Um, same thing with Snoop. Snoop has be has stayed relevant and you know, throughout all these years and stuff like that. So I think it's is I think they have a formula that they're using. And then mm-hmm. the fact that it's all hip hop outside of Mary J. Blige, but she's still of the hip hop culture. Um, you know, it, it tells you where we are with the hip with hip hop in the world today. Because yeah. you have to think about who's watching, where the people are that's watching. Um, because we're the 30 year olds, right? We're mm-hmm. the ones that have the, the kids that we're sitting down watching uh the Super Bowl. Um our big cousins are the generation before us that's sitting down watching the Super Bowl. Now you get to our parents, they may or may not be watching the Super Bowl, you know, into it. But for the majority of the people that's watching, all grew up listening to hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um it's our time. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. But yeah. it's been that way though. I feel like um the weekend could have been traded out with Drake. I know how you feel about Drake, but I think Drake could have could have did the Super Bowl. Um, I think this show could have been done when uh J Lo and Shakira and uh or even years before that. I think this show could have been done. Um it's because I don't think that J Lo performance was a good one. Yeah, it when wasn't. when they were here in Atlanta, there is no reason why Outkast, Goody Mob, the whole Dungeon family shouldn't well, have been at the uh, as the Super Bowl performance. Yeah, you're in a black city, and they yeah. have their own superheroes of yeah. the of the music business. Come on, man. But, we gotta remember that the Super Bowl isn't just for Atlanta. Right, right, right. So, you know, I I I always got that point. It was like you, you at least got which they did. I mean, that was big boy. But you just know, imagine, I, bro, if Outcast would have did the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, Andre three thousand and Big Boy out there. Oh, that'd like, have been amazing, but I don't think Andre's gonna do it. So I mean, he probably which would came. He, he probably, probably did didn't. the Super Bowl. There's no reason why Big Boy or he did one music by fest. Who? Three stacks. Yeah, but that's one music fest. Bro, it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, think about so he is actually gonna put out new actually, music. And I'm gonna actually ask you a question. What you got? After, but we gotta think about what you know, the machine behind the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then, you know, think does is Andre does Andre rock with the Super Bowl like that? You know, we saw a big boy. So a big boy performed, I'm really guessing that they asked if Andre would perform. And uh, this is just my speculation. A big boy performed, I'm sure three stacks was asked. And I'm sure three stacks probably said no. Yeah. Cause they, I, it, like you said, it's a Super Bowl. And if big boy is going to be performed, why wouldn't three stacks be there for an outcast classic, of course? But we gotta look at, you know, what the you know, Super Bowl wasn't only for Atlanta. And I mean, you know, well, I don't I can't remember if T.I. was in jail, but I mean you didn't even get you didn't even get Luda, which right. is a which is you can argue that Luda's big, you know, at 
Well, maybe not. I was gonna say you can argue that Ludo is just as big as Big Boy to a certain extent, but you didn't even get that. And then any anybody under that is kind of like, uh, should they? You know, you ain't gonna have Jeezy at the Super Bowl. You ain't, nah. You're definitely not gonna have Gucci at the Super Bowl. No, nah, not at all. <laughs> you may have Tip. That's definitely possible. But after you know all the stuff you've been through, most likely not. And you know, you got Big Boy. <laughs> what, year, what year was he was doing? He did the Super Bowl. Uh, let's see. That was shoot. I gotta go back with all this. Uh, who did he do it? It was Maroon Five, right? Yeah. That was 2019. 2019. Okay. Yeah, Big Boy had an album come out in 2017. Yeah. You know, so. But you think that he wouldn't have his partner on the biggest stage ever? Like, I really think Three Stacks said no. I don't know. I can't. I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know. (laughs) Unless they want. I don't either. I'm just speculating. But, you know, like I said, I don't know if. If, if Andre rocks with, you know, we don't know how many people really rock with the NFL, even though it's the Super Bowl is a big stage. And also, fun fact, you don't get paid for performing there. Yeah. So, you know, that's another thing. But one of the questions since, you know, is I, when did Kaepernick get released? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you, like 2015, 16, okay. something like so that. So that was definitely before. <laughs> yeah. So my thing is this. With the Super Bowl, one thing is, all right, you know, we've been featured, but now you got hip hop reigning supreme this year. Do you think this is all to try and correct what has been going on? Um, no, I think I think this year's Super Bowl is more so of paying attention to. I think Jay Z, you know, the NFL and Jay Z has something going on, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that Jay-Z had a hand in, in getting Dre to do it. But I also think of it as the Super Bowl or the NFL paying attention to the world around them. You know what I'm saying? Because the world is covered in, in hip-hop. Like, I think you brought it up, the fact that uh, they were playing Money Back Yo at the Titans game, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, they were just playing money back. Yo, they had key Glock. They was yeah. playing all of that in in the little in country music USA. Right, so, right. <laughs> and I mean, with you know the percentage of African American players and all of that, I'm sure they were definitely paying attention. But why now? At this point, yeah. When, like I, you said, this could have been put on years ago. I mean, it's time. It's definitely time, you know, like who else would they put on? But it's past time. It's it's, like I mean, point. like it's past time, but it's yeah. it's like who else you got? I mean, what do you mean? Like who else you got as far like, as? Like as far as artists. Like you, you've you played out the R&B artists, right? You, they you, put put the, a, you put the weekend up. You, you, you got to give some time. No, they would have <laughs> put Adele up there if they could. And Just I to would, avoid putting I would us watch on. that. If they did, that, <laughs> I, I would I'm too. Just, but I'm you, just saying, look, look, they would put a nail up there to avoid putting the song. Okay, but you know, <laughs> it, it's it's definitely a big look, and it's fine. It is overdue. Yeah, but yeah. I do have this like sour taste in the back of my throat. Like, why are y'all doing this now? 
You know, like you don't like, want them to do it now, or, or are you kind of like, unfor- like a unforgiving taste. Like you should have been doing this. Yeah. Type deal. Yeah. yeah like, like nah, just take it for face value. That's all I do. I did like it's. It's like for me is I appreciate you guys putting this on, and I hope it's the best performance ever. Yeah, me you know too. What I'm just because it, it it it's a representation of what black people in music have been fighting for. You yeah. know, the black people in the NFL have been fighting for. It's like, dog, we would like. I ain't gonna say we're here. And all the problems are about to go away because of this Super Bowl performance. But I am going to say that it opens the door for other artists because doing the Super Bowl is a big thing for you. Yeah. You know, especially if we do what we're supposed to do. Right. You know, and I mean, I've seen it's 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 a big platform and a big moment. I have seen some stuff happen. I saw a reporter talking about Snoop and how he's gonna be performing, but yet all this lyrics are misogynist. I was like, dude, chill, you ain't got nothing better to do. Whoever that reporter was. That was a reporter out there talking about Snoop Dogg performing like he shouldn't be because of his lyrics and all this stuff. Like really reaching the Yeah. Man. You know, trying to start some mess. But yeah, I think it definitely opens the door for more to come. I just, like you said, the people that are up there besides Kendrick are all legends. Yeah. Every last one of them. Snoop, M, Dre, Mary J. And then you get Kendrick, which is, I guess at this point, is a living legend at, at this point. But we're talking about the legend, legend status. So, you know, this could have been, went on, but... I do want to know why now. What yeah. changed? And it may be Jay and Rock Nation. I'm definitely I'm like I'm a hundred percent putting it on Rock the Jay and Rock Nation and them talking about it. But Jay said he wouldn't do it. He's not gonna do the Super Bowl. Yeah, he said he would never. I know in one I I don't know, you know, things can change, but I remember yeah. him saying that somewhere in because of Cal, uh, he Kaepernick, turned down. Right? Yeah, I think he turned down performing that. Yeah. The Super Bowl before, so yeah. Uh, uh, nah, I, I shit, man. It it just is what it is on on right now. I think it's the it's long overdue. I'm glad that it's here, um, and I can't wait to see the other artists. Like mm-hmm. I can't wait to see this performance because, like, yeah, they. It, I believe that it's gonna be a tamed down version of it like you you're probably gonna I don't know what songs you're gonna hear you read the track list off did you yeah if this is correct then you don't have to read it again yeah I don't want to read it again (laughs) but if this is correct then this is a yeah it's kind of a safe track list but I don't think it is because I feel like there will be plenty I I really feel like it's gonna be plenty of surprises yeah yeah I hope so I hope so. But I mean, you already said a blind rapper from Detroit yeah. is coming. So I'm waiting to see who that is. I wonder if it's who I think it is. It probably but I is. can't remember his name. But Rudolph Blind Fury, I think that's what his name was. The Freestyle remember. Friday guy. Yeah. I wonder if it's him. I don't know. It might be, be so I don't dope. know if he he was from Detroit. I can't remember. I don't know. But that's the know. only blind rapper I can think of. Yeah. I know there's probably more. Yeah. Somebody somebody's listening, like, you don't know. There's plenty of blind rappers. I'm like, okay, man, my bad. Nah, but I know uh, there's gonna be more. 
it's 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 of the culture now, man. It's it's like Absolutely. where music is. Like hip hop yeah. is like the number one. Uh, it's genre been the number of music. one genre for a very long time, right? And so it's 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 that time. And what better rappers to put up there than like probably the, one of the greatest producers of uh, all time in the in yeah. the culture. Yeah. With Dr. Dre and putting like basically everybody's associated with him. Mm, pretty much. He, he definitely know. doing for the and team. Then, I, I don't know Mary J. Blige's connection to Dr. It's Mary Dre. Mary J, man. But it's Mary J. Yeah, right, right. It's Mary J. Dre done done records for him. Yeah. I just can't so, remember which one. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's like, all right, everybody, move out the way. It's our turn. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all like, better turn up too. Right. I turned up to a bunch of trash back in the day. All right. Some really trash performances. Yeah. But I hopefully I'm hoping that it turns up. I'm hoping that it trans 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 uh it comes across well. Yeah. That's the big thing. That's yeah, the big yeah. Thing. Sometimes, you know, hip hop don't come across well in yeah. stadiums, but I'm hoping that it does come across well and everybody enjoys it. And you know I hope they perform. Yeah. Like I hope it's a show because that's what I feel like the the Super Bowl perform halftime performances have been shows, but the music is not good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lately, like the weekend, more. the music wasn't hit from, but that was a show he put on. Mm-hmm. Um, the the year before that, J Lo and Shakira put on a show, but I don't listen to their music like that. Mm-hmm. I listen to J Lo's old music, like when she was singing with Ja Rule and stuff. <laughs> yeah. What would I do without my baby? I think that's one of his songs. Anyway. Yeah, I think she was on that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, you get here, you get to like rappers, they usually go up there and just rap, little fireworks, but that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's probably what it's gonna be because I don't <laughs> I don't see Snoop doing. I'm right, sure right. it's gonna I, be. I, I hope Snoop get up there and start DJing a little bit. I'm sure it's gonna be a lot more around yeah. to for more entertainment. But that you know you know being able to move people with their words that's what hip hop is. You yeah. know I've seen Jay standing in plenty of rooms, or stadiums for that matter, and just control the crowd with a song. Yeah. You know and. That's hip hop. So that's just the power of what it is. And then you add it with some backup dancers or some pyro. Yeah. It's even better. So right. <laughs> now we get hip hop at the Super Bowl with pyro. I'm sure it's going to be plenty of cheerleaders and dancers. And it's going to be a magnificent time. So I'm hoping that it is, uh, it is definitely incredible. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, for sure. And I hope it goes off with no issues. And, you know, I would love to see more people back and have more hip-hop headliners that mm-hmm. aren't towing the line like Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. <laughs> Black Eyed Peas is not towing the line, bro. They're pop artists. Well, the <laughs> other folks, they are. They're a pop group. All of that. They're the same genre that <laughs> NSYNC is in. Uh, Kids on the Block. Oh my goodness! Uh, that, that's borderline disrespectful at this point. Is my it? Goodness, Tom. They ain't that. They ain't that far in the pop. I'm, I'm just saying they like they a pop group. Yeah, they NC are. Backstreet Boys. Uh, they like Drake. They, they competitors are. Yeah, they like Drake. <laughs> anyway, man, let's go on and get out of here, bro. 
for everyone, please let us know uh, what your thoughts is about the all hip hop headliner for this year yeah. and versus the past. And if you think Black Eyed Peas was hip hop, then let us know too. I yeah. guess. So yeah, let us know. Is the Black Eyed Peas hip hop? <laughs> please come back for next week as we'll talk about part two of the Super Bowl, yeah. which where we're going to review this thing. Yeah. We're and I'm going to say it's trash if it's trash. Yeah, yeah me too, I don't man. Think it's gonna be trash. Me too. But I um, hope it's not. Kendrick yeah. is supposed to be releasing some new music Friday, too. You sure? Yeah. They said oh, that shout couple out Fridays to Greg too, man. Sunday was his birthday, man. Happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday, G. <laughs> G it's your birthday. <laughs> um, with that being said, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Speaker Geekers podcast. If you haven't already, please go subscribe to the channel 3M Media Studios mm-hmm. on YouTube and yeah. Speaker Geekers podcast wherever you listen to podcasts at. Um, you can follow us on, on uh, social media, Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T. The third, you got Steve at the great Steve O. Steve, and you got G at Barry Made of Wood. Um, check out the Super Bowl this yes, weekend, uh, Sunday. Um, you got the Rams versus Cincinnati Bengals. Nobody would call the Cincinnati Bengals going to the Super Bowl. I called hey, it. I didn't. <laughs> Uh, you got them going to the Super Bowl, and then you got the halftime performance for Kendrick, Dr. Dre, Snoop, Mary J, um, Eminem. So mm-hmm. check that out. We're going live tomorrow, Thursday. So join us Thursday on Instagram Live to talk about our playlist. Check out the playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's on Apple Music and Spotify. So check that playlist out. And yeah. That's all I got. Steve, you got anything else before we get out of here? Hey, Jim Lopez should have brought out Ja Rule. He would have killed it. That man out there, are you Ellie? That's Tell it. That's it. Game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. Messed up Ja Rule's Super Bowl. Right, right. Too He'll bad. never get another opportunity. Anyway, with that being said, guys, I'm out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>